Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. It's your favourite fact podcast. Every week we bring you facts. We decide whether they are worth their place in the history books, on the internet, or whether they should be deleted into the recycling bin and trash for all time. My name's Dan. Thank you for being there. Three facts for you today. I've got something about why internet was out for an entire town. Also, about an Eastern game that you would never get away with over here. And some good old-fashioned name facts. We love name facts. That's on my end. Connor's here as well. What you got? We're going in with astronauts, something I never knew. Beyonce and flies. And you too. And hats being sent to the band. Oh, Mark, what you got for us? Right. I've got rent some help with a difference. How to spot the good guys. And finally, why science can lead to beer. Love beer. Love beer chat. Love beer facts even more. Let's crack on. It's a brand new episode of Baffled for you. Right, some initial comments just opening the podcast. Connor, how are you feeling? I think if we were going to grade everyone's, you know, opening energy, opening gusto... I reckon Mark's scoring pretty low on that. I don't, like, I I, I don't want to warn people off the podcast straight away because we've got some great facts, nine amazing facts for you. But I think he's started off, he's not fully charged, I'm feeling. I've had one of those mornings where I've just been on Zoom call after Zoom call after Zoom call. I haven't stopped speaking this morning. Normally, I'd love that. Let's be honest. I love a, I love a natter. But oh, I'm a bit drained, I'll be honest with you. So good luck, everyone. Strap in. Who knows where this is going? Now, for those who don't see Mark's email signature, it, it pretty proudly displays the title like UK, UK production manager. I run I'm the world. Deal. I'm a big deal. That's basically what uh, we're saying here. Big deal. So uh, my problem with that is that then if you come for, you know, your fun podcast, oh, I'm really busy. I'm really busy today. I've had a Zoom course. Yeah, you ain't getting any truck of sympathy around here, mate. Hmm. So that's my initial uh, opening observation on your end. Connor, on yours... Your style of uh, appearance is changing. It used to be uh, Sinead O'Connor, as we've discussed many times. Now it's little boy on his bicycle trying to fly E.T. home under the cover of darkness with your hoodie. I do feel like you're from that film. Yeah, yeah. I I just feel tired today. I don't know what it is. I feel I feel like I've had enough of everything today. I've looked forward to doing this. This is the thing that sort of brightens the day. You know, you're just a bit sick of it all. You're a bit sick of it, you know? Right, well, there you go. 
One one's too busy, can't be asked. The other's too <laughs> knackered, can't be asked. Stick around. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Connor, what you got for us? Uh, perk yourself up. Liven up our fact show. Um, with oh, very quickly before we do that, remember it's still time for you to win yourself a Nintendo Switch. We've we did an episode, the last like proper episode of the show. Uh, reveals all. We're getting a, a lot of entries coming in through Apple Podcasts and over on Instagram. Too many of the entries say they're Con- that Connor's the favourite, I'll be honest, but we'll move on with that. Still a chance for you to win a Nintendo Switch. Listen to the last full episode for more information. Full terms and conditions apply. You can find those at www.createproductions.com slash baffled competition. You must enter between midday GMT on March the 4th, 2021 and 8pm GMT on Monday the 22nd of March, 2021. Connor, what's your first fact of the show? Okay, so you 2 lead singer Bono arrived in Italy once for a charity concert. This was back in 2003. Uh, he realised that he left his favourite hat at home, as you do. It was a black trilby. Uh, it was in London. So he did what, of course, any normal person would do. He did the concert without the hat. That's a lie. What he actually chose to do was get the hat sent from London to Italy. First class, that ticket cost £1,300. The hat on its own, on a seat, on a first class plane, and arrived for him in time for the concert. Why does the hat need to go first class? It needs leg room, Mark. What do you not understand? It's a black trilby. They need leg room. He needs knife and forks when he's eating his steak. That poor black trilby hat. He he can't put up with some budget carver. He he needs the full volume um, champagne brew when he comes in. I'll be honest, mate, like... These types of fact, I mean, you've saved it with the legroom thing. With the, with the first class, that's really, that's that's made the fact. But like, yeah. famous people do mental shit all the time. Like, honestly, well, this is the like, thing. Like, I and this is this is the most Bono thing ever. Like, yeah. m- one of the biggest. You, you two at the time, one of the biggest bands in the world, made loads of money. His thing is his image, his glasses, his long back hair, is uh, you know the big line that he does on the band a thing, and the hat. He needs the hat. Of course you're paying money. That's like a quid for him. But you're you're in Italy. You're in the fashion capital of the world. Go and buy yourself a new trilby, Bono. Or, or you know, or send someone to go and buy a new trilby. I wouldn't have brought this to the uh to, to the podcast if it wasn't finished with the price of the ticket and the fact it was first class. But I it, it, the, the thing that I wanted to say on this with this fact. It's typical, and I don't know whether this comes with fame. I don't know whether this comes with, you know, wealth or, like, whether he feels he has to. But do you reckon the whole putting it on a first-class ticket and the money it costs is just the the Bono, the Bono thing to do? Like, as in, I'm Bono, I have to do that because then they'll be like, oh, my God, can you believe that Bono done this? Like, it has to be that thing, doesn't it? I think it's a mixture of three things. I think one, when you're famous, if you've got the money, if you can, you do. Like you, you're, you're probably so out of touch with the way you you once used to live. This is probably a thing you do. Um, also, it looks good on the rock star image. Let's be fair, getting a first class ticket. But I mean, he ain't the one on Expedia buying this last minute ticket for the hat. He's not there right before he goes on stage in Milan, being like, "Oh, sorry, lads, just need to get on Ryanair." No, he's someone else has done this work, and they think. The hat deserves first class. It's my boss's hat. I don't want to. I don't want to piss off the boss. That's that's how that's happened. Yeah, I can imagine it as well. Him being like backstage with the band, and like the assistants there, like, yeah, Bono, Bono, we, we've sorted it. Like we can get the hat back from London. He's like, any preferences? And he's like, 
Yeah, first class, please, love. Just first class on the black tree will be. That'd be absolutely brilliant. But I think when you think about it as well, other people in first class are going to go, oh, typical Bono, sending us out first class. If it's got an economy seat and it's in like an aisle, you know, and people are walking past going, what, what, why is there a trilby on its own? Why is there just a trilby in a seat? Yeah, that's ah. why. Fits, also, fits in more. Like the, I mean, the, the, the more boring logic of this is, London to Italy, it's not a long flight. The first, the only first class you really get in there is a little curtain that gets pulled across. It's not the fancy first class, is it really? Yeah. And it's, so it's just all it is, is that little bit of privacy to make sure none of those fat old asses in cattle class sit down on the, on the trilby. I think that's what it is. Oh, but uh, you know, I, 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 I said I wasn't keen for, you know, famous people fact, but I, I've lied. I've come round to it within one fact. More famous people doing random stuff. Thank you very much. Mark, what's your first fact of the show? In Brooklyn, New York, you can rent a mum. So Brooklyn resident Nina Kennelly has started a business renting herself out as a mother. So the business is called Need a Mum. Services include non-judgmental listening, watching a movie with you when you just don't want to be alone, uh, CV reviews and so much more. Now, it's important to say she's, she's very much just like, I'm not a therapist. I just provide mum advice and mum help. So if you find yourself homesick oh. in Brooklyn, just go rent a mum. Yeah, she's single, isn't she? She's single, lonely, miserable. I don't know, gone for a really bad divorce, hates her ex-husband and just lost the plot. It's just like, there's a lot to, there's a lot that older people find to have a go at this current generation about you know, hashtag woke. Like there's a, there's a lot going on. Snowflakes, all of that. I'm usually completely on the side of us young people and our need to be progressive in the world. But I mean, who is renting a mum? Like who is- Something's renting, happened like, there. And even, even, happened. If something, even if something's really, really tragic has happened to your mum, like that's one thing, but does that make you want to spend money to- have an old lady you can sit and watch a film with and like there's issues no. there's issues there's issues in that in that world there's so, it, issues. So, it, so it costs 20 dollars for a uh, letter exchange or text session which would be 30 minutes uh and then uh, a new client <laughs> rate text my mum and then the regular client rate is 40 dollars an hour what, but for a new that? client rate for the first two sessions, you get her at $30 an hour. So, you know, discount, also, dis- need- discount to get yourself in on the need a mum business. But Also, it needs a new name. I'm not need a mum. No. That you, 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 like, you can do better than need a mum, I find. Like, mum's the word is a better name than that. Yeah. No, you just call it, you just, you just simply call it need a milf. And then all of a sudden you are getting inundated with calls, texts. I think that's a very different service. It's a very different service. But but it brings you in. It's false advertising. But you're like, oh, oh, oh. And then you end up just with a text exchange like, oh, oh, you know, do your laundry. I'm always here for emotional support. You, you just get a text going, why don't you call me anymore? Right, my first fact of the show. Uh, it's, it's one of those nice story facts that I know you love. I mean, it's a very quick story, but basically an entire village in Wales would lose its broadband every single morning at seven o'clock. The, the entire broadband would just go down After 18 months of this happening, engineers began an investigation. Uh, That investigation then went on for ages and ages. They were checking the cables. They were checking out the satellites. Why is the broadband not working? And then they discovered it was just an an old bloke turning on his ancient TV. He turned on his secondhand TV and the electrical interference, because this was a, a pretty crap TV, it got in the way of the broadband 
and just switch the broadband off. Now, the dude, the dude has promised. Uh, <laughs> no, it's so OpenReach, the company who kind of figured this out, immediately agreed to switch off and not use it again. Um, every day at seven o'clock, this would happen. And the bloke whose video, whose uh, TV set it was, has promised to not turn it on once more. It's like the, um, I don't know if you guys are, are fans of Friends, but it's like the Friends episode, isn't it? When Phoebe's like blinking at the screen and the yeah. screen keeps turning off and it's actually Joey in the other uh, in the other flat flicking the switch that he yeah. doesn't know what it does. Brilliant. It's literally that. It's as soon as you told me that, that's exactly what I'm imagining. It's like, can you imagine someone like, I've got superpowers, right? Broadband, go, cut. And it's like the same every single day and it's just this old dude turning on his TV. Brilliant. What I also love is it took them 18 months 18 months of this happening every day and they went, all right, we'll look into it. Like, a like, like not, it's happened every day for a month. Can you come look at this? Nah, it's, it'll be, I'm sure it's fine. Like six months in, it's still fine. 18 months. Okay, fine. <laughs> we'll come and have a look. Sure. But you need to kind of look at the just the, the, the gestation period of this happening. Like this is in, in, in quite rural Wales. So, you know, day one, it happens. You're not mentioning it if your internet's going down for about 10 minutes at seven in the morning, are you? Then it happens again. You're still like, I reckon it takes you about three months before you even knock on your next door neighbor's house and go, oi, Bales, um, my old internet went down this morning. Like, you, you're not doing that, are you? It's, it's taking you a while. That's why it's taking you a year and a half. It's the lead up. By the way, when I was trying to think of any Welsh name, I went with Barris there, by the way, which I don't think even exists. I think that's name, just annoying. So. I don't think that's a name. Yeah. Connor, what's your second fact of the show? We're going for another famous person fact. Beyonce has something named after her. And I'm going to give you both a chance to take one guess what that might be. Mark? I reckon it's a type of bee. Dan? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Just one of the most famous women on the planet. I don't know. Beyonce has a form of egg yolk named after her from a Japanese duck. I would love it if well, it's that. Mark obviously already knows the fact. I would love it. Well, no, you, it's just her name is Beyonce. <laughs> her name is Beyonce. Bee. It's hardly the biggest leap uh, in the world. Pe people call her Queen Bee. It was an insect. It happened in 2012 when researchers in northern Queensland, Australia, discovered a new species of horsefly. Not actually bee. Close. Horsefly. Oh, there we go. Uh, so they named it They named it the Scaptia Beyoncea, apparently because of the golden hairs on the fly's abdomen. Researchers even claimed that the rare horsefly is the all-time diva of flies. I mean, what a load of complete and utter nonsense. If you're Beyonce, are you happy with that? that oh, you don't even that, know! That someone looked at a horsefly and went, we're going to name it after Beyonce. I mean, I, I, I would be both proud and insulted at the same time. I just absolutely love the fact, right, that it's obviously complete and utter nonsense, right? It's just this horsefly being named after Beyonce because of these golden things or whatever. But then, no, 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 it doesn't stop there. Researchers have decided to jump on the bandwagon and claim it's the all-time diva of flies. How do you get that title? What makes a fly a diva, mate? Come on, idiots. I think if I think if you, you want to blow your mind, Connor, you want to just investigate how many of these newly discovered insects are named after famous people. Honestly, every other week, they find some it and they call it after someone that's pop famous at the time because it's, it's, it's noise, it's PR. Who would know that eight years, nine years later, they'd be featured in the world's favourite fact podcast you know that's giving away a Nintendo Switch? Dan, I'm glad. I'm really glad that, you know, we have somebody on the podcast that keeps up with the naming of insects in the world and, and knows <laughs> what 
what celebrities' names are used because I've got no idea. Dan's got to keep up with the latest insect in case there's one which is a little bit sexier than a butterfly. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Ooh, yeah. A Go. Beyonce butterfly. Ooh, no, no, you're, no, you're talking. Ooh, Beyonce butterfly. Ooh. Yeah, if you are wondering about the uh, sexy butterfly thing, do go back on the episodes because you'll get a full understanding as to how Dan gets turned on from Best butterflies. But anyway. looking of all the insects in the world. Any creature that's on more than two legs, the fittest of them all, is a lovely, beautiful, bouncy, bubbly butterfly. All I will say, right, if this horsefly looks anything like Beyonce and has a figure like her, then yeah, I might be interested. But other than that, I'm not interested in the horsefly. I tell you what, if that horsefly does look anything like Beyonce, I'm gonna have to. I am gonna have to reassess my fit insect opinions, aren't I? And that's a well, that's... It, but. But you might, you might not want to date the horsefly. This is the difficulty yeah. because it is the all-time diva. And we know that we don't like divas. I mean, it's going to be a hard, hard fly to no, date, isn't it? High-maintenance horsefly, aren't they? High-maintenance horsefly. Why? Yeah, that's yeah. a conversation. I can't be dealing with it. That's the thing with the butterfly. Because the butterfly is nice and easy. Butterfly, I could get her out. I could, you know, you could go on a nice date with a butterfly. They'd be fine. Mark, horsefly, Mark, Mark, Mark. Giving it all of that. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it's a conversation, right? Because this is the problem with the world we live in right now. There are there are d- out there that are actually claiming that horseflies are named after Beyonce, and we've got actual real life researchers claiming that they are in quotation marks all time diva of flies. So now I reach out to every listener that's listening to this podcast. If you have anything to do with this, you're welcome to come on for a chat with me because I'm intrigued as to how you can claim that horseflies are diva. Mark, give us your second fact of the show. There's an easy way to spot good guys and bad guys in TV shows and films. So whenever there are Apple products in a movie or a TV show, it is written into the contract that only good guys can use Apple products. Apple will not allow any Mm. evil people to use their products. So fantastic. One of the best ones you've done, by the way. This This is right up there. This is headline worthy. So if you see... A good, if you see someone using an iPhone or using an Apple Mac, they're good. If you see, Connor's showing his off right now, going, yeah, I'm a good guy. If you see a bunch of good guys all using their iPhone, you've got the one bloke joining in on the group WhatsApp with his Android, twist is coming, he's a bad guy. So have a look out in episode one and then be like, oh, I reckon, I reckon he'll end up being a bad guy. Sit back, watch your friends be amazed as you show off all your skills. Equally, if you see a supposed bad guy giving a call on his iPhone, twist him coming, he's not actually the bad guy. This is what makes me worried about Apple. They just think about too much. Like earlier, we had the, like a few weeks ago, months ago, whenever it was, we had the fact about, you, you know, you can't use an iPhone to make a bomb or whatever it was. Like, and who is, who is sat there? When they're doing this, thinking, you know what we need in contracts? Everyone gather around, come into our, you know, crystal clear, sleek meeting room. You know, everyone's FaceTiming in. We need a big discussion about this part of the contract. We can't have evil people using our, our products. It's just, it, it's nonsense. To coin the name of the, the, the show, it's an absolute nonsense fact. Who is sat there thinking about this? I know, and it probably is someone's job to make sure that no bad guy in a show ever uses an iPhone. Yeah, you get to watch a lot of stuff. Connor, just because you have a lot of Apple products doesn't mean you're a good guy, by the way, because this isn't, I am a, a, good guy. This isn't a, I am a scripted good guy. show. I am a good guy. Me and Mark both have Apple products in our ears right now, and the one who is actually 
the mean one on the podcast doesn't. So therefore, it sums that up perfectly. Right, my second fact of the show is something you would never get away with in the UK, I don't think. It's one of the most popular games in South Korea. Uh, I want to tell you all about Poop Needle. Poop Needle? Yeah. Poop Needle is a game, very, very popular Jap- uh, Korean pranking game that involves using your index fingers, one and two. Like I'm genuinely being serious, this is a game. Index fingers, middle finger. The goal of the game is to prank someone by poking someone between their bum cheeks with as much force as you can muster. That is an actual Korean game. In one Korean town, they built. Uh, they were. They were going. They were going to build a statue of two, you know, youngsters playing about, frolicking by the ocean. Instead, they decided that one kid should be jabbing the other between the ass with the poop needle fingers. In two thousand one, a South Korean game developer made an arcade machine called Boonga Boonga. The idea of the game is to gain as much points by plunging a plastic finger into a bum as hard as possible. Poop Needle is a game. I'll tell you what, <clears throat> you, you do not want to be playing Poop Needle with me the morning after a Domino's, mate. It's like he's got uh, IBS. I mean, corner has IBS, corner has IBS. But it bloody well works when it comes out the other end. I mean... <laughs> It is gonna. I had a Domino's last night, and today's been horrific. And if we was playing poop needle, it's only gonna end one way. Why would you have a Domino's when, as as has been much discussed on the show for the past year, you have pretty bad IBS? So why why would you because, open yourself up to that? Because sometimes you just have to accept with IBS that you're gonna be in pain and have bad bad times, but you have to just enjoy the thing that gives you that. Well, I'm pleased that you've not complained about it until I've given you the opportunity because I'm, you know, much like Mark with his fancy, fancy email title, you know, if you're eating the dominoes and you know what's coming, I ain't giving you any sympathy, hun. No, that's understandable. And right now, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm literally, I'm, I'm quenching. Sometimes right now. it's worth it. Interesting that you've gone for a, a dominoes being the pizza that's worth having to poo all day. Um, I don't hmm. know if that would be near the, near the top. Anyway, uh, let's not get into tears tandoori. of pizza. Let's not do this. Come oh, on. Tan, we'll save hot. that. We'll, we'll save that for a, a Patreon special. I think uh, we're not on Patreon yet, by the way. Anyway, um, as more and more things in Western society we can't do because they are seen quite rightly to be wrong. It is quite interesting that these things still happen. You know, like if I was wandering down around the streets of London, two fingers out trying to sl- slam them between people's ass cheeks. You know, I'm getting locked up straight away. I, I think you're getting I doubt that it's. I doubt mm. that it's... Uh, I, well, I'd like to think anyway um, that it's... Surely you're not walking into the city and you're sticking to... Like, you're sexual harassment. Like, Ex- that's what I'm saying. You have to be accepting of the fact that you're within the game, right? This is sickening. Yeah, this I'm with sickening. you. Some things I won't go into on the show, talking about that game, Boonga Boonga. Some of the games that are made... Um, for like the Japanese Korean market are nuts. Like I don't want to, I don't want to sweep a big brush over them, but like if you have some time, seriously ridiculous games that make Grand Theft Auto look like you're playing with a, a little kid's abacus. Honestly, a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, I'm Vernon Kay. And I'm Holly Mackay. And we're here to tell you about our brand new podcast, Parenting Past the Pandemic, brought to you by Aviva. Yes, we're going to be delving into a whole heap of parenting topics from the generational gap to online safety. And some of the big topics which have come up through the pandemic, such as helping to manage our kids' anxieties and how we can affect the world they'll grow into. Parenting Past the Pandemic. Find it wherever you found this podcast. Right, before our third and final fact of the show, and before we crack on with some admin, if you want to win yourself a Nintendo Switch, an episode a few uh, ago on your podcast streams, on your feeds, it's called Win Connor's Belongings, something like that. Uh, Listen to that. It will tell you exactly how you can win a Nintendo Switch really easy. We are giving away one of Connor's two Switches. It could be yours if you live in the UK or over in the States. Listen to that episode. You've got until Monday, the 22nd of March at 8 p.m. to enter. 8 p.m. GMT, I should say, for our American It's getting a bit of a minefield, isn't it? And obviously you're in loads of different places in America, so just work it out on Google. I'm excited to see your entry. I'm also excited to see what you have dropped into our inbox, info at baffledpod.com. We are on Instagram as well, at baffledpod. What is kicking around, Marcus Redhead? Okay, uh, this one starts, baffled pod guys. That's apparently what we are, just lumped in as one. Baffled pod guys. Love listening to your podcast and would love a badge. I have several friends with IBS that really like to hear (laughs) that there was an IBS friendly podcast out there. I'm listening from West Virginia. We have lots of outdoor adventure sports similar to Oregon, and we're way better than Austin. Would love to hear Connor explain something he said he hates slash doesn't believe in, like dinosaurs. So maybe, hey, that's one for Connor explains in the future. That's from Alex in West Virginia. So hello, Alex. Uh, Alex, Alex, thank you very much for getting in touch. It's led me. To, it, it's made me think of a question for you, Connor. Alex said that they've got mates who have IBS. Do you have other mates who have IBS, and do you have them because? you spend a lot of time in the toilet and you just end up meeting the same people in the toilet. So you just become friends. Do you know what, right? Yeah. Because simply you talk to people about it more because it isn't just being on the toilet. It's actually day to day pain. So anybody listening that has IBS and wants to have a chat with me, I'm all ears. I'm happy to, you know, share some wisdom with you as well on ways to cope with it. So, but when you were back in school, 
it's not like your circle of friends you became friends you know you had no, the jocks you had the nerds no. you had the uh, the choir people were you like the IBS people because you just you found yourself being in the toilet with each other every uh, well, yeah. between every they, they all had to sit on the same table no. in the canteen because it was closest to the lose yeah no I didn't just run out at lunchtime and be like who has the come over like it, no that's what I mean are, like, are you meeting like did you because you're all in the same place in the toilet and you just hey I've seen you here loads of times before did you come here often that kind of stuff well yeah I do actually I've got IBS oh sames sames oh my god we're IBS buddies Let's be poo pals. Right. Thank you very much for that email, by the way, Alex. That, that gave us a few minutes worth of great yeah. content. What else have we got? Uh, Bridget sent us a message on Instagram at BaffledPod on the Instagrams if you want to get us there. Hi, Dan, Mark and Connor. I've been listening to the podcast Hello. since last March and I'm a huge fan. I've got a Good fun girl. fact for you. I attend the University of Florida where Gatorade was invented. Our oh. mascot is a gator. So that's where the name came from. Have a great day. That's from Bridget. Why... It, why the the, the 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 suffix aid a d e what does that mean like lemonade cherry aid gatorade i don't know i don't know why do you care mate like it's just a drip yeah. what i'm just interested <laughs> why See, uh, this, who, who this, actually this is the difference here we live in a world of intrigue and connor's like nah it just happens mate no at the right fine. at the no, right i just take it as it comes it's happening <laughs> mate at the right page of dan how old are you 21 and a bit yeah, no, Dan, you're like late 20s. At the ripe age of being late 20s, why would you care where the Sussex of AZ comes from? <laughs> Who gives a... No one cares. Well, I, I would hope that some of the people that listen to this show do. That's why they listen to the show, because they are no, of a curious no, mind. No one cares no, about why ADE. It's a world of intrigue. Me and Mark are on this show, as you say, because we live in a world of intrigue, because we're curious, because we, well, our minds are open to different things. You're on this show... To, to get a Play-Doh sub, uh, sponsorship and to have someone to moan about your, your pooey bowels to. Look, there's, I mean, I'm all about intrigue and I love intrigue. Intrigue about fun, fit, you know. But the fact that ADE is used on the back end of a few fizzy drinks isn't something that I really give much of a damn about and neither should you two, losers. Orange, that's another one. Look, now look, now look, 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 look. Connor just... Corringe... Corringe... Connor just... Really Corin Jade, he... was you about to call me Corin Jade? Well, I got confused <laughs> that, between that, Connor you, and Orange. That, that's your new name. We don't know why we've added Aid, but we'll find out at some point. <laughs> Connor has broken one of the key rules of the show, I find it. This this safe haven of curiosity that we find. He's called us he's called us losers. You can't you can't look, you can't be we can't call people losers for wanting to discover stuff. That's no, the first uh, way to push uh, people uh, out the window what? into another fact show what puts people in the category of loser is when they're curious about the fact that ade <laughs> interesting. it is a suffix used for fruit flavored beverages there we go yeah it can be carbonated or non-carbonated but why connor I'm has actually left he is now looking <laughs> out of his window in the hope that there's more excitement out there than in here i'm incredibly jealous of many many emailers that we get uh, imagine going to the university of florida <sighs> Well, that's a bit of me. That's a bit of me, that is. Out in Kissimmee, out in Tallahassee, out on Orlando. You'd love a bit of that, Mark. Oh, hey, hey Mark, you coming out to the SU today? No, guys, i got to go to Webcut. That's you. That's me. Um, that's me all over. Connor, anything? No, just thank you so much for getting in touch and opening up that can of worms for Dan and Mark. It's really made my day. Were made? That'd be a good thing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, it does come from lemonade because lemonade was the first time it was used because it was borrowed from French. <laughs> Mark. Mark, 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 Great. love you, buddy. But, but. That's really interesting. I've, 
I, f- I, yeah, find, let's, that, let's, I find that yeah, interesting. You, you two take this to your WhatsApp chat separate, yeah? We don't want to hear it here. I find that. That's great. Thank you. Um, from French. Yeah. Right, if you want to get in touch with the show, it's info at bafflepod.com. Give us a follow. Uh, we are at bafflepod on Instagram. Make sure you listen oh. to the episode a few ago that lets you know how you can win Connor's belongings, one of his two Nintendo Switches. Uh, Connor, save the show. Drag us away from this aid-induced delirium. What's your third and final fact? I would love it if Connor's fact was just by pure chance about lemonade or cherry aid or something. <laughs> I just he got their I'm name just... from <laughs> did you know where the word astronaut come from guys I know Dan you're into space did you know where the word astronaut come from or what it means hang on um, you've just rap. you've just absolutely gone ass for the last five minutes about wanting to know where aid comes from in drinks and your first fact out of that is do you know where the word astronaut comes from guys yeah this this is interesting this is this is good this is I good. no I, I don't like I'm it's in the back of my mind, but I can't really remember what it is. So, and I'm very intrigued. Like, of all the facts you give me today, Beyonce being a horsefly or whatever, this has actually raised my eyebrow, Connor. Well, I actually think it's quite magical, really. It put a sort of uh, sort of a vision in my mind of, of quite an, a, a nice thing. So astronaut is a compound word. It derived from two ancient Greek words. Astro, meaning star, and nought, meaning sailor. So astronaut literally means star sailor. And isn't that quite cool, the fact that they are sailing the stars? It made me feel quite happy inside. It's a little bit Very more poetic. of a ro- romantic way to put it, isn't it? Sailing the stars rather than flying into space. Oh, I'm just off a star sailor. sail the stars. What always um, like confuses me a little bit is astronauts were around way after ancient Greeks. So why are we still relying on that language to say what an astronaut is? Like if they are, if if you're saying, hang on, these are star sailors, why don't we call them star sailors? Why do we have to go, oh, but back, you know, 3000 years ago, they would call them this, that, you know what, that gets my goat a little bit. Well, I guess it's probably that there was words like maybe aquanaut or something, which was around and they just took that and went, well, it's not an aquanaut, it's an astronaut. That's, I guess it's probably because of that. What's an aquanaut? That I don't know. Really, I'm just really saying, I imagine an aquanaut would have been a water sailor. A sailor, then? If ever, in, if ever in life there is something that, you know, really gets my goat, really just gets to me, it's the fact that they use words from the Greek, like, seriously, Dan? Does I'm that really not- get your goat? I, I tell you what, my Does that really fact, get to you? Does it bother you? Does I did not you? know until like probably the last 15 minutes just how much I love my words. I, I've got, um, uh, my last fact is just all about words. So it, this is, this is right up my street. Uh, cool. I enjoyed that. Star sailors. Star sailors. Mark, what's your final fact? A Nobel Prize winner was given a lifetime supply of beer piped directly into his house. So, in 1922, we're going back in the day, Connor, Danish physicist Niels Bohr won the Nobel Prize. So, the Carlsberg Brewery in Copenhagen, in Denmark, of course, decided that as a prize, they'd give him a house. It wasn't just any house, though. This house was directly next to the brewery, and they piped the beer directly into his house. So... Rather than needing to go and fill, you know, make sure that the keg wasn't full or change that over. Nope. Direct source from the brewery next door. All because 
he won a Nobel Prize. I really hope it was the green can Pilsner that Colesberg the cracking beer. I'm not convinced they made that in 1922. But you oh, know, never know. Never know. If, Maybe if I'm if I'm getting beer piped in, which I bloody love, it ain't you know ain't Carlsberg not high up my list. No, but equally, if Carlsberg, if beer. only Carlsberg came to you and said, "Do you want a free house and free beer for life that will just pipe into your kitchen?" Probably wouldn't say no. You know, at the moment, we are. Uh, there's a big thing on like not drinking every day. Drinking is fattening. Drinking, you, you know, it's got all these side effects. Do you reckon, like way back, they gave any craps about that at all, or do you reckon they were just like like neck and binds all the time as much as they can? I'm having a cup of tea. They would be having a Carlsberg straight out the uh, the tap in your toilet. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I'm not going to count it out. Just cold tap, hot tap, Carlsberg tap. Yeah, I, I, want, I, I wonder if this, is a new, if this is a new thing, this current focus that we can't have as much beer as we want. I don't think people back in the day really cared. It's all, it's all our, our modern millennial views, isn't it? Where we all have to be, you know, make sure we're all nice and healthy and we're not eating all this shit and we're doing all the good things. I think back in the day, they just got on with it. Yeah. They enjoyed life a bit more, whereas us lot, we, we fanny around. Right, my last fact of the show, not really one fact. I'm just going to chuck a load of words at you, see if you know what they mean. Fun. Um, Connor, what do you think vagitus means? Vagitus, it sounds like a... <laughs> Mark, vagitus, what do you reckon? Uh, I reckon that it's a type of horsefly that was invent- that was found around seven years ago. So it sounds so sordid and seedy, doesn't it? Vagitus. It's actually the word for the cry of a newborn baby. Which I, I guess probably makes sense where you think where the babies come from. Uh, chankin, any idea what chankin means? Is it a new type of uh, horsefly that was found five years ago? No. The way you cut vegetables? Oh, I see you what, almost. Chankin means spat out food. Uh, we've done Nerdle, didn't we? Nerdle was the tiny dab of the toothpaste. Always worth bringing that up. Uh, cornicione is the outer part of the crust on the pizza. Love that. A balm is the foam on a beer. And overmorrow is the day after tomorrow. I like that. What I like is that there are really random words for very specific things. But then there isn't words for things that you would use every day and you end up using a whole, like, bunch of sentences. Yeah. Do you know what I like? There will be a word somewhere, though. What's the point? Do you know what, what? I like? What do you well, like, Connor? I like, the f- I like the fact that I've had something in my mind during this episode of Baffled, and I think this fact really sums it up for me. What's been on your mind, Connor? I've done a fact about Beyonce being linked with horseflies. Dan's done this fact. I would love to know where we are going to be in the world of sharing facts in five years' time when this podcast is still running because we are scraping the barrel, aren't we? Uh, well, I, you know, I, it's been a year and I, I thought it, we would be scraping that barrel much, much quicker. So. Like we, we, when, when we're here, you know, on a, on a Friday afternoon recording and we're talking about Beyonce being named after horseflies or whatever it might be, Dan sharing about vagina satitis or whatever, it really gets me thinking in five years' time, no, no, what are we going to be talking about? I don't think this is scraping the barrel. Like, this is these, like, the horsefly thing and vagitis is much more interesting to me. I'll say it one more time. Shout to the crowd at the back. It is more interesting than the name of Popeye's children. That is still for me. It's up and there. I will say it's up there. top three. Yeah. Top three facts of Baffled is the Popeye. If ever we win an award or whatever, if we win a you know a podcast award or something like that, I will stand up there, accept that trophy, and go. Did you know? Did you know that Popeye <laughs> had some kids called Poopie, Pepeye, and Popeye? 
<laughs> no. And that, 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 is it. that is it from me. Thank you, London. Good night. Favourite one, uh, because it's been quite a, quite a sordid show. Uh, rectal tenismus is the feeling of incomplete defecation. You know, when you've done your business, you get up and then you wonder, oh, no, need to go back. Connor, I'm sure you, fit, you find you feel mate, rectal tenismus a lot. Mate, I'm s- literally, I was Googling this the other day as a symptom of my IBS. I have this every day. I literally 24-7 need a poo and then I go and literally like a tiny little coin drops out. I imagine it doesn't with that. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of Baffled. What have we learned? Uh, well, it's actually quite easy to discover who is the bad guy in a movie. Uh, also, if you are going to rent a mum, you will be judged on this podcast. And it turns out there's a brand new pretty fit horsefly that's still not as stunning as a beautiful little butterfly. Thank you very much for listening. Um, make sure you do catch the episode that's a little bit further back, like two episodes ago on your podcast feeds. Uh, it's called something like You Can Win Connor's Belongings. does what it says on the tin. It lets you know how you can win Connor's Nintendo Switch. You've only got a few more days to try and win it. It involves Apple Podcast reviews. It involves your Instagram and tagging us. Fingers crossed for that. We will see you in a few more days with a brand new Connor Explains. If you'd like Connor to explain something to you, something huge, something tiny, doesn't matter, let us know what it is, info at baffledpod.com. And we will see you then. Say goodbye, Connor. Goodbye. Uh, Say goodbye, Mark. See you later. I am off for a spout of rectal tennismus. If you don't see me in a while, I'm on the loo. See you then. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.